0: It's really not about being the richest or you know having the most disposable income to play with. It's about knowing where that disposable income is going so that you can feel free to spend. You don't have to have guilt when it comes to your money, no matter where it's going. You don't have to be stressed about it because you know things are taken care of. You have a system set up. Welcome to The One Up Project. Money is fuel that, that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realizing you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content listening to this is gonna be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes you think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been. At the end of the day the most important person is yourself and if you're not happy with your own choices then you're never going to be happy. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. It is your host, your girl. I don't know why I wanted to start the episode like that. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode. I'm very cozy right now. I'm sitting in the most luxe room ever. There is a light bulb in front of me, and like the bulb of the light, I think spells love. It's so cute and it's a very dim room, very intimate lighting for a girl that's all on her own but it suits today's topic which is five money habits that kept me broke. (laughs) Such an intimate special topic to me. So today it's all about beliefs, habits, the things, the mindsets that contributed to keeping me broke. Very ironic because my uh financial situation right now is highly volatile, I am travelling in Southeast Asia at the moment, so just things are all up in the air, but I do believe that I have a really solid, stable set of habits that I can easily turn to when I need to get my financial system back up and running, um, you know, once I have a stable income or an income, and I think that these habits were created through lots of learning and so I want to shorten that learning time down for you by talking to you about some of those things. This isn't going to be like, I didn't budget so that kept me broke or things like that. I do believe in the importance of having a system, and to be honest, on reflection, that should be in here the importance of having a system. But I did want to discuss it at a more high level, which means kind of like the umbrella stuff, the mindsets, the general things that, that didn't help me have any better financial habits than what I did at the time. I assume for many people it's the same thing. Uh, I have so many conversations around money with friends, with you guys, you know, on Instagram and stuff, and it always comes back to similar things, holding people back, In saying that, you guys, you guys that follow me and chat to me in the DMs are so motivated, it's scary, like, sometimes I feel that you are just a million times more onto it than me, and then asking me, is this right, and I'm like, sis, you are way ahead of the game, so... If you're listening to this, you're obviously proactive, you want to learn, you want to change things and I appreciate you being here to hear my take on it. So let's start with the first one and that is ignorance is bliss. So ignorance is bliss is obviously a saying that most of us would have heard that means the more, you know, we don't think about it, the more we don't need to deal with it, the more we don't need to deal with the consequences of something. So it's just better not to know because then we don't need to deal with it and this is a common phrase, a common belief common mindset that we take into so many things in our lives. Um, I'm definitely a big, big, big ignorance is bliss person when it comes to taking risks in my life like career moves or anything like that. Um, I'm all about throwing myself in the deep end and working shit out later which works to and against me and so, or to my advantage and against me in so many ways but it definitely doesn't help me feel in control or like I have stability and when it comes to your financial situation- Control, stability, empowerment, you know, these words are really core to your system and to making you feel like you know where your money is going, which is so important because sometimes it's not necessarily, well, actually oftentimes, it's not about having the most money. It's really not about being the richest or, you know, having the most disposable income to play with. It's about knowing where that disposable income is going so that you can feel Free to spend. You don't have to have guilt when it comes to your money, no matter where it's going. You don't have to be stressed about it because you know things are taken care of. You have a system set up to take care of the funds. And yeah, I think that understanding where ignorance is bliss is holding you back from a financial perspective is very important. I don't think this is a good rule of thumb for the finance space. I would argue that it's good for other areas in your life, to be honest, but I don't think that money is one where this benefits anyone. So a few things that we don't do when it comes to ignoring, I suppose, you know, our money and and just living paycheck to paycheck, we don't expense track. Expense tracking is the quickest way to kind of slap your silly self back into reality a little bit and say, hey, you literally spent so much money on this one thing over the last month and it's fine because we're all about treating ourselves here but we do need to have a system in place so that when we are spending all this money on this one thing we also know that our rent is covered we also know that our utilities bill is going to get paid we also know that we're investing because we care about our future so it doesn't necessarily matter the amounts when it comes to like investing and putting money away, but it's it's the fact that you're doing it and doing it consistently that means you can rest assured that you're taking care of your future and you get to live in the now and have the things that you want now as well. Next thing, you don't know where your money is going. So I, I keep kind of repeating this, like you just want to know where your money is going and that, really is important because this is what expense tracking helps you to do. It's what budgeting helps you to do. It's what all these little tips and tricks and tools help you to do with your financial system. They just help you to know where your money is. So whatever way makes sense for you is what you should be doing. I personally use my financial planner collaboration that I did with Live Lively. It's available on her website if you're interested in checking it out which is basically this really interactive Excel tool we developed with the beginner mindset in mind. And there's little notes that tell you what everything means, where to put things. It runs in steps. There's different tabs for KiwiSaver and for budgeting and for uh, your shopping lists and for all of those kinds of things. And that for me lays it out. I like to do a bit of manual work when I (laughs) do my budgeting. I like to just see where I'm putting money, physically type in the numbers and kind of have that there uh, as my personal accountability. You know, when it comes to my expenses, I'm writing in all of them each month or each fortnight. So I have that oversight of where the money is going out each week. There's also budgeting apps that you can use, which connect to your bank account so that all your expense tracking and kind of divvying up of the areas where your spending is done on your behalf. So you don't have to physically write that out which is really helpful as well there's so many budget templates online for free there's also lots of different websites there's a budgeting tool called every dollar i think which is really cool it's where you basically give every dollar a job in your budget i would also recommend you to check out a recent instagram a recent instagram post i did Uh, It was like a Twitter carousel post and it was apps that will help you in this rising cost of living or with the rising cost of living and lots of people commented budgeting apps in that post. Feel free to DM me on Instagram if you can't find it. I will send it to you. But yeah, knowing where your money is going through a system that works for you is going to be so important. The next thing that we do when we have this ignorance, is bliss mindset is we're like don't worry we'll think about it tomorrow, we'll worry about it later. I, of course, have done this. I've done this a lot more on my trip overseas because I've really just wanted to live in this moment and <laughs> that sounds very cliche, does not it? But I've really just wanted to be fully present, not worry about my future and all of these sort of things while I'm here. I want to experience this for what it is and kind of have that those memories and all of that with me and I don't want money to be a barrier to that. But this would be a lot less stressful if I had have prepared uh, the amount of money I was taking over better. Unfortunately there were some elements out of my control that meant my savings were less before I left but I still think I could have thought a little more about how long I was expecting to be here and maybe prepared my source of income a little bit earlier than I did because you guys know that I was trying to also build up my freelance career while I was away and work out what remote work looked like to me and that was the podcast. I've recently picked up a contract role doing marketing communications management for a client of an agency which I'm really enjoying and these are things I didn't have worked out before I left. So it got to a point in my travels and to be honest we're still not out of this yet where I'm living like Invoice to invoice, which is really really scary, and in a place I've never been before. Like steamed through the emergency fund, and we are slowly on the come up, but it is slow and quite stressful right right now. And I sort of told myself for quite a while throughout this trip, like don't worry, we'll worry about it later. Like you'll sort it out. You know, don't even worry about it. Which, sure, like I wanted to live in the here and now and blah 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 blah. But I do think it's worth saying okay Sarah, look, I know it's going to be scary to look at your bank account right now because you really have no idea if you're going to have enough money and it might stress you out more but you're also going to feel a lot better knowing that if it isn't enough you can prepare for it now instead of waiting for the day when you have zero dollars in your account and you're either having to beg your parents to send you money or uh, pull some of your investments out or take out an overdraft just to fund the rest of this trip. You know, there, there's so many options that I didn't want to do, um, and so having that conversation earlier would have stopped me from doing that. I was going to have to sort this out. Where maybe you know it looked like getting into debt, which was something I didn't want to do. And I think that's how people start to get to that point where debt is the only option because you think, okay, well I don't have time. I don't have time to sort it out. Give yourself the time through preparation and telling yourself ignorance is not bliss when it comes to my financial situation and I want to feel empowered about money. I kind of went into my next point a little bit, but with ignorance is bliss, you know, you think you have time. You're like, I have so much time, it'll be okay. But then the time is up. The time is up and you're like, what the fuck do I do now? And it's really scary. Like, not that I fully understand what this is like, but after having a taste of living like pay to pay I can tell you I don't enjoy it and imagine having dependents and families and all of that on top of that is just insane so if you're in a position where you know you really want to feel like you can spend while also saving and thinking about your future know that the best time to start doing that is right right now Another thing you might do with an ignorance is bliss mindset is avoid dealing with it or talking about money at all and when people bring up money you become really defensive because you know it's a topic that A, you might not be that educated about, two, you know is not in a good place for you personally and that's all the numbers I can think of but those two reasons in particular, you know when we're insecure about something because we know we haven't dealt with something or we feel guilt around something or embarrassment or shame we become defensive, we don't want to talk about those things obviously because that makes complete sense why you feel those ways and that is a completely valid way to feel as well and it's not your fault, it doesn't mean that you are an idiot and you can't, you know, you don't know how to deal with things, we all struggle with finances at times learning about it dealing with it managing it talking to others about it that's completely okay uh, the next step is reaching out to resources and support that can help you okay you are listening to this podcast amazing and then taking the steps to deal with it in a way that is manageable and suited to your personal financial situation number two I actually did put this in here I just didn't even read ahead not having a system so no budget no automatic payments no goals. No process that contributes to your ultimate intention for your overall financial health. We need to have a system personalised to your financial situation sorted out. Like I said, pick what, what works for you. Make sure you have things that are automatic set up so you don't need to think about it. For example, your KiwiSaver and your tax is taken out of your paycheck automatically, right? So you never even have to see that money. You just see the final amount that is yours. Do the same with your expenses and your savings. Have that money come out automatically the day you get paid so that you never get to see it and that way you'll be living within your means and living within your means is the best place to be because you no longer have to be in debt, you no longer have to lie to people about your lifestyle or what that looks like, you no longer have to stress, you're living within the means of what you have and trying to keep that for as much as possible is going to help you so much. There's a book I read and I did an episode on it, um, the book is Atomic Habits and I loved that book because I think it really helped me to understand the system of how to develop a good habit and I'm going to share that with you. So there are four things that Atomic Habits, I forgot on the author's name, that the book speaks about to create a sustainable habit. So there's four things. The first thing is make it obvious. Make it clear, simple, right there, right in front of you. You have to do it because it's right there. The next thing is make it attractive. How is this goal desirable to you? Make it so that you want it bad. How are you making it attractive? The next thing is making it easy. The simpler the better with everything, make it something so easy you don't even have to think about it, that's where things like automatic payments come in, no thinking is better in my opinion and then the last one is make it satisfying, how are you going to make this a habit that you want to come back to, that each time you do it you feel good, you get a rush of endorphins or whatever it is, you feel good about it, how are you going to make that feel satisfying, so try and apply that method to your financial habits that you want to bring in or your financial goals? How can you create a habit that is those four things? Number three of the beliefs and things that kept me broke is that I didn't invest in myself. You need to invest in yourself in order to have a good idea of what you actually want in life, of why you have a budget to begin with, of why you give a shit that $10 goes here this week and $18 goes there the next like, why does it matter? Why do you care? Besides the bills conversation and the expenses that we have to pay, why does it matter that you save for a retirement? Why does it matter that you contribute to helping your family out? Like why do these things actually matter to you? And I think so much of that is discovered through self-development, through taking an interest in who you are as a person. Glenn James is a former financial advisor and host of My Millennial Money podcast. He was on my podcast a while ago now and he once said that the biggest and most important investment that you should be making is in yourself and I could not agree more and it was so refreshing to hear a financial advisor say that because often they're like yeah get yourself into a good index fund and I'm like sweet that sounds so exciting but when he said the first thing you should be investing in is yourself I was like oh that's so true because honestly you don't really know what you want until you think about who you are and the person you want to be and the life you want to live and the things that you want and so much of that comes through learning about yourself I think and like discovering what your opinions are on things what you think about certain things in life like I think when it comes to personal development it's not just growth of you becoming more confident and more resilient and like all of these cool adjectives it's also it's also about working out like what's your perspective on different things in life, and then how does that indicate what you desire. I personally see finance as like a brand or like a thing underneath a huge umbrella of personal development. Like I just see it as one part of this umbrella of wellness. So it's mental health and physical health and and all of the different types of wellnesses that represent a balanced life to us and I always avoid saying balance because I don't really believe in balance but what does balance look like to you like to me balance technically doesn't exist but it's there's a different season for different things and life is like a seesaw a million seesaws on top of each other all going up and down at the same time where one you know is too much the other is too little and it balances itself out like that also, you know, the more you invest in yourself, the higher your self-worth will get and the more you will believe you deserve to have money, you deserve love, you deserve success. The more you will want to invest in your personal development as well and it's like this never-ending cycle of like once you start to invest in yourself, you feel better, you feel like you're growing as a person and you'll want to continue like investing in that and delving into that world and that's why I think people can sometimes talk about self-development spaces like as this cult because you get so much out of it so why wouldn't you fully involve yourself in that sort of community number four one of the things that is going to keep you broke guaranteed and this leads on from the last one is that you don't have a strong reason why what is your goal You need to have not just a goal but like an idea, a picture of the life that you want to live, the life that you want to provide to others if that's within your plan, like the life you want to live with others. How do other people contribute to your idea of success and enjoyment? When you see the most ideal, incredible, ultimate version of yourself in the way that that person lives, what do you see? And however that includes or doesn't include other people is up to you, but it all should create an emotional connection to that picture, and then that should be the why. The North Star, so to speak, that is keeping you on track, on the path, consistency over everything, not lump sums of money into my investing account every 6 to 12 months, this is $10 a month type style I have an episode where I talk about what a financial plan is and how you develop that which uh, I speak to the having a why thing a lot which I think you should go and listen to if you want to learn more about that it's episode 158 what having a financial plan looks like because I had interviewed so many advisors and people that said you need to have a plan and what does it actually look like and the reason it's so hard to answer is because everyone's is going to look different and it really is a personal situation type of thing. This is everything with personal finance but I tried to break it down as much as I could in terms of how do you actually create a financial plan for yourself. So definitely go and listen to that episode. The thing with the why when it comes to finances is that you shouldn't base your financial decisions on emotion, you shouldn't invest out of emotion, you shouldn't give money out of emotion, it it shouldn't be out of emotion, it should be a thought through decision. I think it's completely unavoidable for emotion to play a part when it comes to our money. Where I think it should play a key role is in our motivation, is in our ability to keep sustainable habits every time we see the money go out for travel, every time we see the money go out for a house, every time we see the money paid into our investment account, we come back to this reason why, and we're like, that's why, okay, I feel good about it now, number five, you don't understand your money mindset, money mindset is so key, I used to talk about it a lot, and then I stopped talking about it for some reason, I just like, didn't really talk about it that often, but it's so important, and it's not a woo-woo what is your thinking around money and do you believe you deserve wealth even though I said that before and are we manifesting dollars and dollars and dollars? It's not like that. Money mindset is, when I grew up, anytime I heard my parents talk about money, it was in a very intense fight and so now I never want to talk about money because I'm always scared it's going to end up in an argument and when I think about money, I think about stress and so I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't even want to know about it. That's money mindset. That also isn't an example relevant to my life, but I think that's a common and important one that some of you may have experienced in your life. But that's what money mindset is. It's a set of actions, behaviors, and beliefs defined by your childhood, defined by the people who surrounded you growing up, defined by your workplaces, all of like the things, The people and the environments and the communities that talk about money, that have anything to do with money is going to impact your perspective of what is right, what is wrong and then how you deal with it going forward when really it should be from a perspective of what is my goal, what is the healthiest mindset in order for me to achieve that goal, let's take on that mindset going forward. So figuring out what money mindset means to you, what yours is, how you think about money and then how that impacts your habits is just such a key fundamental part of of keeping a stability within your financial wellness. Now, I have a few free exercises that you guys can do. I used to have them on my website. as like a free printable thing, but my website is down at the moment because I'm, I'm rebuilding. I'm really excited because I'm going to put a lot more stuff on their blogs and who knows what else if you want to see something in particular please let me know I'm always looking for inspo but yeah just like more resources a bit easier to navigate and yeah just a bit of a refresh so instead what I'll do is I will tell you about these exercises Uh, and yeah, you can do them for yourselves because they're kind of more journaling exercises. So here's just a few like prompts, uh, prompting questions that you can ask yourself in order to work out what your money mindset is and go from there. First question, what do you remember about your upbringing when it came to money? The second question is what is one negative experience you remember about money growing up? The third one is, what is one positive experience you remember about having money growing up? The next one is, what are conversations about money like with your partner and or your friends? So instead of upbringing, moving towards like the now and the people who I guess you have to talk about money with more regularly. Next one is, what is your general opinion on having money and the next one is how would you describe your relationship with money so even if just as I am saying those out you know you're starting to think about it that's a great start you don't actually have to write anything down but sometimes it's just nice to journal it out but even having a think about it I think is really important too. starting with some reflection will be a really positive way to remind yourself of some experiences some stories uh, some beliefs that you have, I'm working on my own money money mindset all the time, I definitely have realised that I have this weird thing about having a lot of money, like I don't, I kind of self sabotage some things because I don't think I deserve to have a lot of money in many ways and I feel guilty about like earning more and so that's just a personal thing that I'm trying to learn like where that's even coming from honestly and how that is then impacting my ability to accept and say yes to things and to take on opportunities to ask for things you know all of that kind of stuff and I'm going to leave it there lovely lovely people listening thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for being here for listening as always I appreciate it I hope this has been helpful I look forward to hearing your thoughts over on Instagram at the one up project and yeah, keep up with everything I'm doing there, I would appreciate your thoughts if you have any on this episode, a review of the podcast, a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts, or sharing this pod with a friend, or on your stories would mean the world to me, Uh, I'm really, really taking this pod more and more full-time as I begin to believe in myself, (laughs) and believe in like the world that I want to see, and how I can contribute to that through through the pod. So life continues. A lot of exciting things to come for me and for you, I am sure. But until then, I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The One Up Project. If you want to find more stuff just like this, check out our other apps or follow us at The One Up Project on Instagram or TikTok. See you there.